Well, um, are you guys ready to get into it? Let's yes, uh, let's get in it. It's time to mock Joe while he does the opening. Mock me, baby. I'm mock Joe. Me, baby. Hi. <laughs> it's over, witch. Uh huh. Get it out. The podcast with Joe Lacroix. Okay. And Terence Lefa. Terence. Nope. Lefa. <laughs> what? No. Lefa. Jerry Departo. Welcome back to Overwitch. Thank you for joining us. This is your weekly gaming podcast where three of your best friends talk to you about... I'm sorry, excuse me. Your three Fix best it. friends um, talk to you about Overwatch and then some other video game and tell you whether or not it's worth your time. I am your best friend, Joe. I'm Terrence. I'm Ray. And this week, we're going to start off, as always, by talking about what's going on in Overwatch. What is going on in Overwatch? my friends um to when this episode comes out uh the new retribution the archives event overwatch archives is coming out along with the retribution event which is the pve game mode it's like uprising from last year but it focused on the black watch members and a big thing that happened so in venice if i'm not mistaken last year's uprising event which we all missed was um like uh it was on king's row and omnix attacked a payload as you pushed it down king's row Um, i'm pretty sure that's how it worked i'm not really sure what to expect out of the new one except for that there it looks like there's a new map and i wonder what they're gonna do with that yeah it's gonna be similar to junk and scenes revenge where you fight enemies and it looks like there's gonna be like talon enemies this time around which is really cool and you play um, as Moira, Moira McCree, Genji, and Reaper. 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 So a lot of in lot that of deeps. order of importance. A lot of deeps. Yes. <laughs> uh, and they all, or yeah, no, they all have new skins for mm-hmm. the event, just like they did with Uprising with Mercy, Torb, and the other two Uprising people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember who. Anna? Tracer. And Reinhardt. Tracer and Reinhardt. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. And there's going to be a bunch of other skins, too, related to the Archives events. So Archives is basically replacing Uprising because you can't do Uprising every year when you're releasing new Overwatch so is it, lore-related events. Yeah. My guess is that Archives is what the event is called now. And then, like, last year's Archives was Uprising and this year's Archives is... Retribution. retribution okay yeah okay that makes and sense speaking of retribution i i want to talk to you guys about the new overwatch comic also called retribution uh it it focuses on Blackwatch, specifically reaper or sorry gabriel and mccree before they go out and do the retribution event that you're gonna play uh, it leads up to it, and basically it's about a big Talon member who they want to take down, and Gerard Lacroix, 
uh, Widowmaker's husband. I don't know if they're married yet at this point. But basically, the... Oh, gosh, where is it? The Overwatch facility in Rome or something gets attacked, and Gerard is heavily... Um, uh, I want to say damaged. Grievously uh, he's, he's injured. He's heavily injured. And Reaper's like, we need to get back at them. We need to get back at them. And... Uh, Jack Morrison, it's weird not referring to them as soldier and reaper right now. Uh, Jack is like, no, we have to do this by the book. And they're hyping this up to be like, this is a major turning point in where the big schisms in Overwatch and Blackwatch start. So that's going to be fun. Also, Moira has a beret. Yeah, so really, that's the highlight. Everyone go out and get yourself a Moira hat. <laughs> yes. So that's what's new in Overwatch, but what's new with you guys in Overwatch? Terrence? Uh, I've been playing a seldom amount of Overwatch, and I haven't been doing too many impressive things. I've just been kind of sticking to my, my cheese and crackers. Uh... Who, who do you play again? I haven't played with you in so long that I don't <laughs> know what role you play in this game You played with me like three days ago, right? It was me, you, and Alex. That's like a year ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> I play um I play primarily DPS and Lucio. So uh, today I tried playing Roadhog and realized that he is not as easy as he looks. <laughs> and, uh, and also then, our DPS you know, sucked. Yeah. Uh, he had a bad okay. day. It's Wait. just so interesting to keep in mind that like every role is just super important. Like. When yeah. I noticed, like, the reason why I wasn't using DPS is because literally we go back to, you know, free, like, what is it? Uh, quick play? Uh, quick play standards where it's, like, insta-lock, literally Hanzo, uh, McCree, and Soldier. And it's like, well, I guess our DPS is covered. And, you know. But that just, doesn't mean like, they're going to be good. We don't even get of the Soldier. I mean, obviously, at right? At least we like, get healing, but we don't even get the Soldier. As, we get the, we get the yeah. Mercy who... Who doesn't want to heal? Like, who wants to but just fly around? That, assuming that, you know, first off, assuming that every player, person you're going to play with in quick play is good. Or assuming most of them aren't good is just asking to be let down. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Jacqueline and I, I feel like I've set high standards for you guys. <laughs> for, for Or healing. just any standard, just really. Stand, because, yeah. Like, standard standards where we heal you. <laughs> yeah. And so when, I, when we don't have a tank... I realize just how ineffective I I am because I just don't have a way of keeping everyone from all their DPS from being on our faces. And then when I'm using Lucio, we don't have good DPS. There's like there's no point in me healing anyone. <laughs> like there's just like it's just, it's a weird cycle where like mm-hmm. if any if any like section is just really really bad, like it's okay if they're just like standard or at least doing their primary role a little bit. Like that that's okay to make quick play playable, but like when they just aren't doing their roles at all, like there's no way. There's no way. So I've 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 been running this through my head a lot and I think I came up with a solution for us. I know they say that you can't control everything on the battlefield and that you shouldn't let external forces get to you. But <laughs> I think that if there's three of us playing in a quick play queue, we should each take one role. And just be the best we can at that role. That's how we usually do it. Um, yeah, but I, I think I haven't, like, vocalized it to myself that we actually do that. I just... 
I I play tank in competitive. I don't always want to play tank, and I feel like I uh-huh. always play tank. Um, yeah, and you like do. and like I'll start a game as somebody else, and then I'll be like, oh, we're losing. Guess I'll switch to Diva, and and then we'll win. And it's like, oh, that feels empty. Like <laughs> I want to play games with you, Joe, where you play DPS and I play the tank. I played some DPS today, and I couldn't. Like it, we didn't have we didn't have any healers or anything. Like, yeah, we couldn't do our <laughs> I couldn't jobs. Do anything. We couldn't do our jobs. <laughs> and oh, then like I switched to Brigida, so we got a second healer, and that felt really good. But it was like day three, and I hadn't gotten used to my reactions with her moves. Like if there's an all in front of my face, I should be stunning it. Like just mm-hmm. the simple like, which sounds simple in theory, but you realize once you do pick up a new character that even if you know their attacks, you're not used to yeah. reacting with them. You know, so but we did end up winning and. Like, that that change, I think, was very important to that victory. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think that you have to be tank all the time, Joe. I really don't. I I think that I think that I can do... I personally think that I can do tank. And, yeah, this is on the record because I, I, I've proven that I suck with a lot of the tanks. But there are some <laughs> tanks that I know I can do stuff with. And I feel comfortable with protecting my team with them. And, like... As long as you feel comfortable doing your role, you know, mm-hmm. like that, that I think that's what's most important because, like, if I am tank and I'm just like standard usable tank, which is what I can offer, you know, if 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 I'm tank and then you're using DPS, I have no problem with that. But like I said, if we don't have a healer, then I can't even be my standard tank, you know, like so that's what. And then everybody's right. wondering why I'm dying all the time, and it's like probably because they're focusing me because they know I won't be healed. Like mm-hmm. that's that's why I'm <laughs> yeah. not looking like a good tank right now. So yeah, I don't want you to feel like you have to be tank. Because, like, if nothing else, I've, I've gotten to the point where, uh, and this was really difficult for me, which was, like, learning what my role is. But I've gotten re- a lot more comfortable, and I can't wait to prove it to you guys, with doing what I'm supposed to do, even if it hasn't adjusted accordingly to the scenario. Like, if that makes sense. Mm. If, I'm, if I'm being a tank, I know how to be a tank, even if I'm probably the wrong tank for the match. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, like, yeah. I can provide a tank. Like, you know, so, like... You can fill the role. Yeah, exactly. And do a standard job It's not always great. Like, attacking on Gibraltar, for instance, with Arisa and Roadhog, like, on point B, is tough stuff because you have no way to get to high ground, and Uh it it sucks. But it's still better to have Arisa and Roadhog than to have six DPS. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. But although I I will say this, I will much rather us have 6 DPS than have two healers that aren't going to heal me. I'm yeah. sorry, but if you can deal if you if we aren't getting healed anyway, you might as well Please be adding put some, out damage. some damage. Like, yeah. Like, that's yeah. A, like we've done 6 DPS maps and like had fun with yes, it and won. But like yeah. that's because everyone was actually doing it and it, you know Exactly. It, it's not it's it's not that DPS players are are the ones that are bad because there are bad healers and there are bad tanks. It's a lot harder, I think, to to be noticeably bad as a tank, but that's also because it's hard to notice what a tank is doing a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it, it, there are just people that it sucks to get queued with because they're they're not playing the game or they're trolling or they're like like more you know it's quick play or they're practicing a new hero and that's fine too like that that doesn't really bother me as much if that's what's actually happening but a lot of people are really shitty about it at least where we're at in the ranks so yeah for sure i I don't know it's like 
there are spoil sports and they make fun by ruining other people's fun and that to me is just so boring like they're the they're the uh fiends in the world the imps yes little cackling devils that except they're like over there laughing like we're like really upset and hurt and i'm just like come on dude you're boring go away yeah like yeah like use your time elsewhere yeah well, okay, speaking of all of this, I, I wanted to run through some stuff um, about the Overwatch League, and oh, I've, been, I've been wanting to keep this stuff at a distance, and like I didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole, but it's getting real out there, folks. It's getting bad. Um, Dreamcast for a player on what team? I don't even know what team uprising boston uprising on the boston uprising was uh terminated from the team roster for just being a pervert like he was had had some some kind of uh exchange with sexual texts and pictures with a 14 year old and that's not acceptable i'm glad that he was dropped immediately it i bring it up because i think it's linked to a larger problem um in the gaming community and in the Overwatch community, we are allowing people to replace social skills with being bombastic or or being um, like doing anything for attention. XQC is the face of this problem in my mind. Well, at least he's the one that I'm the most familiar with. Like he's got a million Twitch subscribers or whatever because he yells at everything and he's hyperactive and he is constantly insulting people and he gets goes off the rails when he loses a game and um like that's idolized and rewarded monetarily on twitch and like i personally think that that's boring and i just want to say can do better folks we can we can do better (laughs) um chill kind of childish behavior that just a few people were allowed to get away with for too long mm-hmm. that it bled into their adulthood, which is a lot harder to change, which I do understand that I get how hard it is to be different the older you get. But, you know, you can, you can still change. And it should be our job to make sure that if you do know somebody like that, to understand that you're correcting them where they need to be corrected. Yeah. Just because you read a certain age does, does not mean you just are allowed to be the worst version of, like, who you are just because no one told you you couldn't be Mm -hmm. like i'm 100 percent for being yourself in every manner like in every sense but if being yourself is harmful and that is harmful in case anyone's wondering you sexually perping on children or you verbalizing uh hateful comments like calling someone out for being homosexual like what freaking year are we in that's not not only is that not funny but also, no one's on your side about it. So th- that stuff, like, that's cool. Maybe maybe people think because, you know, if you're in your friend group enough, you can talk and you feel the freedom and stuff. But I encourage whoever has a friend like that just to just to let, let them know. Like, listen, yeah, I get it. You're comfortable with me. You feel like you can get away with this. But it's not acceptable. And you should be trying to change that. Flat. And even if you're famous and you got a huge, like, group of people who are backing you up, you're still awful. And I have no problem with you being removed from any amount of money you're getting from being super good at a video game. Because I understand how much skill it takes to be good at Overwatch. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to do it, congratulations. You are awesome. But that does not excuse any of that disgusting behavior or thought patterns or idea that 
video gamers are allowed to be that hateful just because you're at a different tier list than most people. Like, absolutely not. Right. Like, Sorry, my, buddy. my ELO excuses, excuses my terrible behavior. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough. You're not no good, enough good enough to ignore no people. No one is good enough. To, to ignore if anyone's feelings or be able to have a different rule set for yourself like i'm sorry that that's my rant sorry my apologies but yeah we can all we can all be better people so let's encourage each other to be better people all the time absolutely any game there's always someone at the other end of that laptop man there's so there's always somebody yeah and i like i said i didn't really even want to bring that up on this show um i like to keep it light here but it's really kind of breaking my heart that so many scandals are popping off in the Overwatch League right now, and it makes it harder to be excited about the game. And I hate that feeling. So I wanted to bring it up and let the listener know that we're bummed too. <laughs> These things are happening. Anyway, Ray, do you have anything to add to that before we move on? No, I'm just always super bummed when something like that comes Well, out. I do have some lighter news. <laughs> Also pertaining Ooh. to the owl, um, the first game. Also, wait, you also all both made very good points. Thank you. That I agree with. <laughs> um, I just want to make that clear. <sighs> yeah, I I mentioned last in the last episode that I was excited to see Gaguri play, and I didn't get to watch the whole game, but I know that they they didn't win, but they uh, the Shanghai Dragons did manage to take a map off of the Dallas Fuel, so. That was that was good to see, and I'm hoping that they will continue to uh, improve. I mean, they lost 4-0 to the Valiant, um, and I this we're not going to just keep tracking what the Shanghai Dragons do, but <laughs> no, I, I do but... encourage you to to watch them and uh, root for them at least in some small. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, sport. a couple of the teams have changed up significantly since stage two. That's true. We're in stage three now, and it just started last week, and I I mean. Sh- Shanghai Dragons looks much more promising than than when they first started. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I will give looking them that. forward to seeing what they can bring because they they're still settling in, um, mm-hmm. and that shows. It's gonna take a couple weeks, but they I I'm excited to see some cool things come out of them. Yeah, I can see a lot of potential <laughs> there. But this isn't the Shanghai Dragons fan cast. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, it sure isn't. As much as I'd like it to be. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else going on in Overwatch? Uh, we're going to play some competitive tonight, so we'll have something to talk about on the next episode. <laughs> Yay. Oh, yeah. Really Ooh, I, do have a, I do have something. What's up? I didn't talk about what I did in Overwatch. Oh, tell me, baby. What's up? Uh, I know I've, we've been talking about our roles a lot, and I have been playing a lot of tanks mm-hmm. recently, specifically D.Va, Winston, and I'm getting back to my Orisa roots. But my Winston has improved significantly, and my Diva. I feel like I'm reaching a whole new level with Diva, uh, starting to to lob those D bombs here and there in better spots. But I'm 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 not getting demeked as much as Diva right now, and Damn. I have my healers to thank for that. But I also think I know when to engage Wait, and when not when to. Get out. That's not the goal of using Diva is getting demeked. I thought get, you wanted get as many D-Mect. remex as possible. That's the exactly. We, you get cards for that. <laughs> winky face. You actually do get cards do. for that though. You do. Uh, but it, it's been fun. It's been fun playing tanks and not being the healer, especially when. I have like good healers behind me. That that's always. I I know how Joe feels now when 
when he plays a tank a little bit. Like, Love oh, that. there goes Jacqueline and Ray healing me. I feel safe. I feel safe to do things when I'm a tank, when I have good healers. And yep. I think I have that's one comment something... to say, also adding to uh, Joe, like, uh, connecting to Joe on the tank level of, mm-hmm. of uh, mentality. Uh, when I was using uh, Roadhog on Gibraltar and circling... Wait, was it? No, it was on uh, Route 66. 66. And you couldn't kill and... Mercy. Yeah, but you didn't have to say that. Like, <laughs> you could also stop. But listen, so, like, I was doing, I was, because I under, I'm starting to really understand what it means to create space. So, like, that's been, that's what I meant by the tank role mm-hmm. that I can get. Because, like, I've been able to do it with Roadhog. Uh, no, well, I tried a little bit with Roadhog. But the problem, I'll explain that in a second. Uh, I've been able to do it with Winston. And I know how to do it with. Reinhardt, and it and it looks a lot different with Arisa just because her shield is not connected to her. It's cool because she can like make space in two different locations. Uh, yeah. With Roadhog, like I was staying on the point trying to get people's attention, and I did get a lot of their attention, but I wasn't getting healed. Like three DPS would like surround me, and I'm like looking around trying to kill them, but I wasn't able to survive. Mm-hmm. So it like they, I I was doing my job of getting them to attack me, but like. It, like no, none of my team our, was. Our mercy you know, that like, game was awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I wanted to say. I get you, Joe, and I'm gonna use it to benefit our comp team. Looking forward to playing. Cool. Well, we're well, gonna hear uh, in a little bit about. Well, that doesn't make sense to say in the podcast, does it? So see you in just a few <laughs> seconds in the review uh, section. Coming up. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, we get to do a review with Brigida. I guess. Yes. Oh, yes. oh my god, I'm so glad she's finally back. Uh, it's yeah, been, it's been too long. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'll meet you guys there. I bet you I can swim faster than you. Oh, I'm running we'll on the water. Okay, well, we're back, or we're here still. Man, I'm really not used to how these transitions work. I got here first. (laughs) We're in the review section. We're talking about Slime Rancher this week, and we are joined once again by the lovely Brigitte. Brigitte, thank you so much for coming back. Excellent to have you. It's so freaking long. Uh, I can't believe we got you again. (laughs) (laughs) You guys all simultaneously trolled me. How did you pull that off? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh weird. you card okay, I guess it's you don't have to be shy no, Brigida, um, why'd you change your accent we are actually <laughs> we are actually being joined by yet another member of our our overwatch team Jacqueline also known as JBZ formerly known as Jane Click and there were other names that I forgot about <laughs> that we talked about last week so Hi, I think Jacqueline. Ray might have called her J Slime. Oh yeah, J Slime. That was yeah, he called her J Slime in the group chat. That was chat. bad. <laughs> well, it, 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 it was related to the Slime Rancher thing. It, yeah. I regretted it immediately. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks bad. It does. <laughs> yeah, it, the J and the S. Yeah, not not. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's a bad time. Yeah, that's that's me. Those are some names, but yeah. Well, uh, what do you what do you do with us in Overwatch? I mean, or, or what's your what's your favorite hero in Overwatch? I play a lot of Moira. I think my hours played would line up with well. Hmm. I, I think it might be Mercy. <laughs> well, that's Are you sure? Because you've been picking Moira's up Moira more recently. Out. Yeah. 
Well, that's like the thing with Overwatch is that you have like a new main every two and a half weeks. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I mostly well, I I, I play support with Ray, um, and yeah, so I play Moira sometimes Mercy, um, and then I also play a lot of cheese characters. So I play <laughs> Symmetra, Torb, May. Any mm. character that is a really niche, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we really so niche need that. When I like to yeah. break those boys out, uh, <laughs> that's my style. All, but your May, yeah, your May and Symmetra are so good. We have mentioned on this podcast about how how scared I am personally of you playing May. It's I love playing it's May. kind of terrifying. I love sniping people with May. It's so fun. <laughs> I sniped the Widowmaker with May, and the Widowmaker put in the chat, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Honestly, surprised. Well, well, if you want, so my other my other May comment is that once we were playing with Kyle, and he forgot that I was the May on the team, and he was like, "Wow, this May is awesome," or "This May is doing really well." And that, like, made me walk on air for weeks. Because <laughs> it's the most Kyle honest gave me a compliment. compliment. He didn't even yep. know. Yeah. So, wait, is May your favorite character or no? Oh, she's up there. I think even, like, Moira's still actually my favorite character. Good. Uh, cool. And she's the one I play the most. That fade is too strong. I'm sure that she'll get nerfed is... eventually, so I'm just going to, like, play her as, as, as her OP form as, as much as I can. Good. <laughs> You know what's interesting though, when I first, which is kind of funny because around the first time I ever met you two and you guys were introducing me to Overwatch when, uh, well not, well like reintroducing me to Overwatch because I was really into it before it came out and then I never touched it and then you guys got me into it, but Kyle's favorite character was May at the time. That's true, yeah. And I think that's pretty crazy. He used but, to be um, May, yeah. Yeah, but now that the, uh audience has officially met Jacqueline, that means they have met every single member of our competitive team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although we weren't Except the competitive Jeff, team. Who yeah. is... Je- yes. Jeff will be around, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. For sure. <laughs> I'll just twist his arm to... Yeah, to I wonder what his other element. game is. It's gonna be Far Cry 5. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, this week we are talking about Slime Rancher, which is an adorable life sim. Um... And you, um, you, Jacqueline, I'm assuming have more hours than any of this because we all started it this week. I, I think I have just under 20 hours in it. Um, and I know that there was some new content released, but yeah. we haven't gotten to that yet, I'm pretty sure. So what, oh, what can okay. you tell us about it? Can, can, can you give us a, like an overview of how the, how the game works? Yeah, so back when it came out ish like when it was hot like ooh this new game slime rancher is when i first started playing it with kyle um and since what the newest version that we've been playing this week um has at has just added a bunch of stuff um and but yeah the basic overview is that uh you are a rancher um slash astronaut you're sent out into what is called the far far range which is basically meant to mean like far like very distant outer space um and so you're sort of there exploring this planet and the life form on this planet takes the name of what are slimes which are sort of these uh 
very colorful balloon-like creatures, I think is how I think of them. They're super cute, really colorful, really goofy. They make a bunch of different expressions. And um, the idea is that you're there as a rancher to col uh, collect slimes, to, you know, to farm them, and uh, or to farm what they produce, which is called uh, plort. Um, and you're sort of, you're there kind of to, under the auspices of the story is that you're kind of like starting a new life, you're looking for adventure, um, and so you kind of get to explore this place, and uh, as you progress in the game, you unlock new uh, territories or locations, and there are different slimes in those different places, and um, your main weapon is, well, it's not even really a weapon, but it, your tool is a vacuum, which <laughs> sucks up or shoots out things, which is super unique about this game. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's like a play-at-your-own-pace kind of thing, um, yeah. which is a lot of games I've liked like that. Uh, you know, Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, you know, games like that, which sometimes have like a farming slant, but... They're sort of like, okay, these are sort of your general goals, and but, you know, do it, do it how you want, and you don't really yeah. get punished by the game for not progressing at the rate that they want you to or anything like that. Um, so it's really peaceful. Um, what else to say about it? Um, this new, I don't know if patch, new, new version has added a story, which was brand new, which was not oh. in the game before. Okay. Um, which comes in the form of, let me see if I have my gaming credit right, environmental cues, I think is what it's called. They're like little notes that you find in yeah. the world. And so you learn about a rancher that used to live on the property that you did. And then as you unlock um, new areas, you're also unlocking these notes to learn more about the story. And then you're also getting uh, what mail, you know, email essentially, from someone that you knew on Earth. And then as you progress through the game and unlock certain things, you're also getting more mail from her and learning about your relationship, uh, uh, your character's relationship with this person. Mm -hmm. And that was completely brand new to this version. And oh. um, I didn't really know what to expect from it, but I really, really liked it. Mm -hmm. I don't think the writing was tremendous, mm -hmm. but it was super engaging and what what had existed before was really just you just kind of running around having some fun with some slimes without any real rhyme or reason to anything mm -hmm. um so that was really cool um i got really invested in uh both the story of the previous rancher whose name is harvey and then also uh the relationship that your character has with this person that's sending them mail um so that was super cool uh like I'm rambling a little bit. No, that's all right. No, um, that was. Yeah, I, I like that's that. That's sort of the general I like... idea, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the new additions for of the story because I I played the game too when before like when it released, but it, they were still you know doing new versions and patches and like Jacqueline says there was wasn't a lot of story to it, and so like unlocking new areas I never really had an incentive to do it. But just, like, these small notes by this old rancher just, like, add such a personal touch to the game. I, I'm like, I want to know what happened to you. I want to find you. Where are you? Yeah. The whole time. And, like, 
I want to know their story. It's, it's, it's amazing how much those little notes like changed my view on what I need to do to progress in the game. Yeah. What is gets, really? Oh, so go ahead. It, it gets kind of like existential at points. I mean, I haven't like seen the whole story yet, but like it mm-hmm. gets a little deeper and deeper and it's cool how the story and the notes left behind by the previous rancher kind of line up with some feelings that you kind of start to mm-hmm. ascribe to uh, your main character, Beatrix LeBeau, I believe is her name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, quick sidebar, yeah, the main character, uh, Beatrix LeBeau, is awesome, and she's a person of color, and she's a woman, and I love that Like the main character of a video game is those things, and... It's not like now she doesn't like have she doesn't like talk to anybody she doesn't have like to say she doesn't have a personality isn't fair because she does have her expressions and that you you can start to think about the things that she's doing here on this planet with more um, I don't know with more meaning the male definitely the the males yeah the male definitely helps characterize her yeah Mm -hmm. a lot and she didn't have a character model until recently. Yeah, which that's, I love her model. Crazy. It's great. Yeah. Uh, my exp- like I haven't played the game for very long, and um, originally when I saw it, it was very uh, inter- interesting for me. Like it pulled me in. It did all the things that a game or even show could do to like drag me in, which is like bright colors, make it look inviting, mm-hmm. and also make it look like you have no idea what this game is capable of. Which it really did do that. Uh, so like. This game, I a lot of different feelings from other video games is what dragged me into it. It gave me the welcoming feeling that Animal Crossing gave to me the first time I ever played it, which is pretty awesome. Aww. It gave me the exciting new world vibe that I got from Subnautica, mm-hmm. which is uh, pretty uh, uh, pretty. Ex- that's pretty awesome yeah. in my opinion. And uh, I, I don't know, like when I saw the slimes, because you know, in most video games, in most really any type of uh, <laughs> like fantasy world where the slime creature exists you you initially think of this little blob that is probably an enemy and is basically level one style of just nothingness and (laughs) i've never seen a game like make that into something so i think that's pretty cool when i started playing this game uh you wake up from a cryo sleep Mm -hmm. from 100 years travel no just a year planet just a year oh just a year okay just a year traveling to a different planet and uh apparently she's unfazed by that because she just jumps right to it to be completely (laughs) honest and uh um so i go into this world and i'm like okay you know i'm reading some random things just trying to look at what the technology around me is for I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get an idea of, of what I'm doing. Right, immediately I'm slurping up uh, slime and I'm shooting them out. And I'm like, wow, that kind of feels kind of rude. Slurping. Just shooting them everywhere. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever. Uh, you pick up food in the same manner and you shoot it into their mouths and they produce these things. And I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm getting this material and I'm, you know, moving up. That's the progression system. And uh, I'm like, this game is so inviting. It doesn't feel like there's a single scary thing in this world and then i'm like wait a minute i have a health bar i have a health bar and then i'm walking at night it had nothing to do with it being nighttime but it just helped you know so i'm walking at night and i see a skull and crossbones i'm like yeah probably not going on there so i avoid it and then i see a big slime 
that's pink and looks like a cat. And I'm like, that is so adorable. Look at it. It's so cute. And then it eats a plot. What is it? Is that what it's called? Plot. Plot. Oh, A blue plot. (laughs) And then it is no longer the big pink adorable thing. It is this mutated creature that's horrifying. And I'm like... Uh, I'm guessing it's just another slime, and then it starts eating everything, and then the music gets intense, and I immediately run in the opposite direction, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> And you whoa. did the right thing. I don't have a weapon, so I'm not going to fight this thing, but obviously learning more about it, I understand its place and what it's supposed to, well, it's not a good place. It's definitely the enemy, but all that to say that this game has done a lot of things for me that I wasn't expecting, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know how much was necessarily added with the new content besides the story because that felt so natural like i just thought that was a part of the game i I had no idea that was new content but um yeah yeah, i guarantee there's so much more because when i saw joe playing even for a split second i'm like whoa 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 i don't want to see it (laughs) kyle was doing that to me too because i just i progressed further than him he's like whoa wait where are you i was like don't look don't look (laughs) (laughs) Um, and i also brought up that she looks like she could totally be uh, a new hero in Overwatch. Yeah, she yes. Is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're so right, though. She's got the look. Um, speaking of character models, the I when I was first playing this game, I had a big feeling of like isolation and loneliness. Even though it was super fun, like <laughs> yeah. there was no one around, and like all you had was like transactions with people and people asking you to get like materials for them from a machine (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it just felt very lonely to me but now that's still there but they've included models for these characters that are requesting things i haven't seen anybody else's models oh you'll get there and i and you know you don't as far as i know you haven't you don't interact with them directly uh maybe you do but it just adds so much life and like it feels like the whole plort economy is actually a living, thriving thing. Ray, yeah. by models, do you mean like the the art? The portrait, like, on the, yeah. Po- the, okay, the, the portrait, portrait art, yeah. Okay, yeah. So you, you, do, you do only ever interact, as far as I know, um, you do only ever interact with people like over like a video phone type machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I got the end credits for the game, so yeah. unless, I mean, I think there's oh, okay. a little bit more that I can but do, but probably not. Like, I'm pretty sure person. that's the end of like this, yeah. the story per se. So okay. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you do get to get a little bit more in depth with a couple of the characters, yeah. Um, beyond just the transactions, um, but you you never meet up with it and that's something that always just kind of rubs me the wrong way like <laughs> like yeah th- like th- this game with the story and with the additional characters does remind me a lot of like harvest moon or something i get the same feeling it's the same type mm, of progression hooks where you you gather there's like three types of resources there's there's slimes which make plorts when you feed them food and you gather as many of those that you, you can manage at one time to um, get as much get as much money as you can at one time, and then you use that to upgrade your <coughs> ranch, and then you unlock like more areas so that you can you know build your ranch bigger and bigger, and um, 
manage more and more so you can make more and more money and that's kind of the whole hook of the game Mm -hmm. but there's this extra layer of characterization and other people in the game and um i i i wish that there were like other character models in the game or like a town or something but i guess that would also kind of take away i think it is intended to make you feel isolated and uh as alone as possible um, even with like these these cool interactions with other people, so mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah. I think you're right that the isolation is intentional. I didn't feel that the first time I played that. That's also probably because I was literally with people when I was playing it, so you don't get that <laughs> same true. you don't get the yeah. same feeling when you play it by yourself. But I think part of the reason why they do that, and I what ended up being the most pleasurable part of the game for me was actually exploring things and encountering areas for the first time yeah and yeah. finding okay. new routes to things and you kind of oh well i normally go this way but oh it kind of looks like maybe you can kind of sneak under this way and then you get to this vista and you're like wow this is so beautiful like the way that they've done the sky and the landscaping and, and, and like all of the uh, scenery is really cool for for the amount of detail that's in it because um, it's actually pretty sparse detail. But um, and then you'll like enjoy this beautiful view and you're like, oh wow, this is really like the it's so exciting to see it for the first mm-hmm. time. And then you'll get like a Harvey note where he'll like make a commentary that kind of fits the same feeling that you're getting from the landscape, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was really cool. Well, um, one I can think of is you're like by um, uh, a bunch of puddle puddle slimes, and there's oh, like yeah. a little waterfall, and you can kind of like look out, and then there then he says something about how, you know, this was a beautiful view, but I couldn't stop myself from thinking about her or whatever the line was, and a little cheesy, but uh, you were, you still well that that's like one of the first ones you get, so <laughs> not not too spoiler, but. Um, you know, in in a lot of the ways that they've set up the environments so that you you walk through a tunnel to get there or you fall down a uh, fall down a chute or, you know, they, they they've set it up all in a really purposeful way so that when you encounter it for the first time it's really like awe inspiring. Mm-hmm. You're like, Oh yeah. wow, this looks awesome and then you'll like see a new slime type or you'll you'll see like uh, maybe kind of what your path is and you're like oh i bet you there'll be a new slime down there and then you yeah. run over there and you're like oh look at that look at like it's um i think that's the most fun part of the game which i think is not even really what it's uh like that's not even something that really gets brought up when you read like the little description of it i disagree because i i don't know i was struck today when i was playing it by how you are at the same rate that you are exploring the island or, or whatever the, the the range the continent that you're on you are also exploring harvey's feelings about living on the ranch and you're also exploring casey's relationship with uh beatrix, beatrix. Yeah. like all all of those things are happening uh side by side and it it really is like the more that you find out about the island the more like slimes that you learn about and areas and fruits that you discover 
um, the more in depth that you get about these characters, and I I think that that's a really cool feature of how it all works together. I'm I'm really glad that those things are in the game because I didn't know that there was a time without them, and they really add a lot. Yeah, like yes, and it's they like do. for the most part, it's it's pretty mindless. Like it's it's a nice, easy game. Like there's there's it's not terribly challenging. Um, it's not terribly punishing. It can be like I, I can imagine a nightmare scenario where you make a mistake and it turns out like your entire ranch gets deleted by by the tar. Uh, but rainbow, yeah, rainbow the, the rainbow monster. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you 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 can rebuild it pretty quickly, um, and it, it wouldn't it really wouldn't you really can't lose too much progress all at once. This might be a weird thought, but I like how the tar represents disorganization on the range mm-hmm. and and messiness and chaos, and chaos and also greed a little bit and also greed because like if you do too much with your plorts and your slimes it's, yeah if you're not it's, careful it's just a, a hot mess that's gonna eat you literally and a hot mess so you need water I yeah, water will help <laughs> mm-hmm. I also really like how the, I, for a long time I felt guilty about like throwing even the tar any slimes or even the tar into the water because that's a great way of getting rid of the tar and extra population and the slimes is like oh if, if they're in the way or they're gonna become a problem just throw them into the sea but as like you read the the slimepedia or whatever and it turns out that the slime sea is just like it's all slime and they kind of are constantly mixing up in there and um, reforming on the land. And so like, it's like the whole planet is the slime is like the whole planet is alive. So like at that moment, I'm like, okay, I don't feel bad about throwing them in in the water anymore. It's cool. Yeah. But like you're tossing them and you see their cute little face. Yeah. And then they're like, I I can still do it. I mean, if you see a cute little face enough, you, they stop being cute. I mean, that's there's true. I have, <laughs> like, I have chucked a lot so... of normal slimes into the sea mm-hmm. at this point. And they get like antsy and start climbing on each other to get out. Like, nah. Uh. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta chuck them. Yeah, the... so, uh... Without spoiling too much, I'll also add that there's, if you advance with your tradings with people, you unlock mini games essentially. Mm-hmm. I won't go mm-hmm. too much into it, but one of them you encounter a lot of. Uh, hostile slimes mm-hmm. and they would really impede your progress of what you were trying to accomplish so i got in the habit of collecting plorts and feeding them to the slimes to create tars so they would they would delete the slimes oh. in the area oh, okay. so that i could move freely around i was like That's i am tired idea. of these things biting me in the ass <laughs> i'm chucking plorts everywhere i don't even that- care that's super <laughs> smart, though. That's that's um, kind of intense. <laughs> I haven't encountered like, I a lot I think if you play it enough, you kind of get to a point where you're like, you get a little less precious about it. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I also just like this was that was a big problem for me when I played Monster Hunter because the game is very fun, but I hated killing all these big boys for no reason. Um, and in yeah. Slime Rancher, I'm I'm a la- I'm able to give myself enough like disbel or um suspend my disbelief enough to say like they're all just part of it it's it's basically the water cycle it's it's the slime cycle instead so even if you throw them in an incinerator and they evaporate 
Oh like, God! It's still in the atmosphere. Yeah, it's still in slime. I, that is <laughs> the one I had that built I an incinerator because it was one of the building choices, and I was like, maybe this will be useful. And then before I knew what tar were, I accidentally made one on my ranch. I'm like, oh God, oh God, and I threw it in the incinerator. So we, we already have our opinions of you, Joe. Oh come like, on! You're not, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I, the incinerator is the one building item that I refuse to make right now. Well, there actually is a reason to make it in the reason new patch. Okay, well that's good to know. You'll well, encounter it if you play more. Yeah, yeah I mean I have like. I, I don't want to get into the details of my ranch, but uh, it's very organized. <laughs> awesome. Also, completely random, but um, one of one other thing that's really fun about this game is how you combine slimes to make yeah, the new version of the cool. two of them. Mm-hmm. And there's some really cute ones that you can mm-hmm. make that you're like... I, yeah. Or, and then some you're like, oh, that sounds fun, and then you make it, and it's ugly, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> Throw that yeah. one back. Most of the things with, like, the glow, the glowy ones aren't good. Yeah. I don't like it. But, uh, yeah, no, besides, it, it kind of gives me that same vibe that with the Sonic Adventure Battle games, the little chows. Wow. Yeah. It's like a more simple version of that, and I, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy it. I, um, I don't like combining slimes. Oh. And oh, I know, you I know like... What? It's very what efficient say? for your uh, economy to come. Oh, I know it is, but like, I don't know. Like, I don't like the. All of them are pink right now, and yeah. like, I know they don't have. They don't. Are, are they all pink? They don't. No. no. No, they don't. Yeah, I just haven't experimented enough, but all the ones I run into are pink, and I'm like, you know, I like the pink, but once I've start combining other types i'll probably no i mean you can combine a a rock with a tabby yeah yeah so so for which i was just you can make any combination of two of them that exists right but anything you mix with pink becomes pink doesn't it yeah i mean i guess that's the only you have no once you get into the game you have no reason to combine anything with pink it's just a useless port sooner Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's the other thing about the game is like the economy is really interesting like you, as you give more resources to the uh, thing, the value of those items decreases. So there's sort ah. of a, there's sort of a realistic Supply element demand. to that where you can't just flood the market with you know I'm gonna put you know okay. 400 rock plorts in there and the rock plorts still gonna be the same price but right the, next the prices day... change daily and yeah i i didn't know that there was any rhyme or reason to it i thought it was pretty much random but you can build silos and like store up your more valuable plorts mm-hmm. and then just hold on to hope that that one day soon they will they will be worth a lot more and it's at first i thought it was a kind of annoying like extra step in the process but it's actually kind of exciting and it it really does it gives you it's it's another way to manage uh what you're doing and like how important it is is it to me to hold on to these like should uh-huh. i just sell them now so i can have the money now and the space or should i and that actually kind of brings me into another thing about the game which is that everything everything is a physical item like you you never go into a menu and say i want to I want to put 50 ports in here. Like Mm -hmm. you always are sucking things up with the vacuum and shooting them out with the vacuum. 
which is charming, but it also gets kind of annoying. Um, especially when like you do store a stack of 300 plorts and then you want to sell them all and you got to run to the silo and then you got to run back and then you got to run to silo and you can't, you can't even say like, okay, let it take the time, but I, can I just hit a button that will automatically hold it for the right amount of time? There's no, like it, it's not very fine, um, fine tuned sometimes. And that can be a little frustrating, but. I don't know. I think Did any of you run that into that? Way because when you get into well, I never save onto my plorts. Once you once you get to a certain point in the game, you're just printing your own money. Like you just have so many slimes and so many mm-hmm. plorts that you just have way more money than you need. Um, so I've never really bothered with that. So mm-hmm. I, I could see how moving plorts around a lot would get really aggravating. So I, I never even bothered to do that. But oh, I think I think they I think they have, and that's actually one of the reasons that I held off doing, like, the auto feeders for a long time, where I was like, okay, if I've got this whole thing automated, then what the hell am I even doing then? <laughs> what am I like, for? Like, yeah. if, if I'm not feeding them, and, you know, am I literally just uh, sucking up the, you know, Oka Okas as soon as they're done, and then just putting them into the feeder? Like, is that all I'm doing? So, I only started doing that after I got, was exploring the far reaches of the realm and you were like mm-hmm. gone for like two whole days i was like okay, right. well i don't want them to freak out in my absence so see i'm so glad you mentioned that jacqueline because i noticed a uh, little side note a lot of video games lately have been uh appeasing p- players and ma- pretty much trying to make literally every aspect of the game besides the this besides the game the core like game. automated and even sometimes automated like i know this is kind of a large stretch but you're injustice if you play online, you can just hit the autoplay button, and your what? player just does the fight but wins it, so you can, like, farm. And I'm like, that, that's literally you not playing the game you bought. Like, I don't, oh <laughs> like, uh, so many games are doing it nowadays. I didn't know and that I'm was a feature. Like, I don't wild. understand. That's, it is. That's it's so cr- stupid. In a fighting game? Yes. When I saw it, I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm like, there is. I don't this want is, that. If this isn't a metaphor for what the world's gonna look like, <laughs> like I don't know what is. But holy cow! The next Overwatch hero is gonna be an automatic hero yeah. who just plays itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just farm up those loot boxes. Yeah. Well, I think we're we're getting to the end of our what there is to say about the game. But um, there's one more big thing that I want to talk about, or big part of the game, really. Uh, the the long term or or highest progression hook, I guess, which doesn't it's the the least satisfying. <laughs> um, but basically, I have talked about how you get more and more money, and you can make your corrals bigger, and you can make your your coops bigger, and your gardens better, whatever. Um, those all have pretty low ceilings. Like once you once you max out one of them, you're starting to make enough money that you can max out any new one you build pretty much straight away but there is a rank a rancher rank mm-hmm. or something like that and z basically rewards. yeah a z mm. 7z rewards club level whatever and every time you, you with your actual money yeah yeah actual money that's right <laughs> <laughs> um, you you they, the first level of it costs like 500 coins or something like that and then every level beyond that costs more and more and more and at certain, like you get like little aesthetic rewards for every level that you buy, 
and I'm not sure what the cap on that is. I'm not sure. Like that seems I like even gone to the end of that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it seems like that's like I want to see how high I can get this, but that's it, it. It's definitely background noise. It's basically what you spend money on when you when you do run out of other things to spend money on. Yeah. Um, and you know, I always leave myself a little bank, but it's it's a cool little extra thing it doesn't feel like my main goal it just feels like a nice thing that i'm upgrading along the way as i'm discovering more slimes and discovering more of the island um so that's your that's your big long-term progression hook if you, if you were interested in that oh. and also okay. the treasure pod stuff oh yeah i still don't know how so, to open those see that's in the lab you have to buy the tool that's the oh. that's my main criticism of the game is that the lab feels completely useless. Um, they're like, okay, um, do you guys know anything about it? I just um, unlocked it today. I don't, I don't, yeah, I have so not basically, the first things that you can get are little extractors that are that you can put on your ranch, and they don't take up the same space that your corrals and stuff would. They're like separate auxiliary spaces, and they're like build this extractor to get these kinds of resources. And I'm like, but I don't need those. Why, why would I make this? And they're like, well, you gotta, you gotta make a certain amount of machines and progress further to get some of the actual machines that would do something. And I'm like, but no, I don't, it like doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't give you, it's like, Hey, do you want to buy some, do you want to buy some Starbucks? Or shit, that's a bad example. That's a, a real thing. Do you want to buy? <laughs> do you want to buy some beetle bucks? And you're like, no. What? 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 I need beetle bucks. Oh well, beetle bucks let you unlock key keys. And I'm like, but I don't. That's also useless to me. So it's like creating these arbitrary things that you have no need for and then you like look further down and further things that you can lock. And you're like, okay, well maybe I would use some of those things further down, but. You have no incentive to really... It's like trying to like add a crafting element to the game, mm-hmm. which <laughs> feels really like out of place. That's okay. so interesting, though. But that one of the odd. things that you can do is to unlock those treasure pods that you find around. And I, and I do like the treasure... And I actually haven't even done that, but um, the treasure pods are kind of cool because they reward you for kind of being a completionist, I think, if you have that slant, mm-hmm. where you go, uh-huh. ooh, well, I can kind of trick the system, and I know this is the path, but since I've upgraded my jetpack, I think actually I'd have enough boost to, like, go over the wall this way instead, and you, like, think that you've discovered something cool, and you're like, oh, I've I've beaten the game. I've I've outsmarted them or whatever. And then you get up there and there's like a treasure pot. And they're like you're like, "Oh, they thought of it." Like you get you get these like little little satisfactions for kind of discovering new parts of the island and everything. And okay. I, I really okay. like that about it. Even if you're not even opening them, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, they did I know I could get them. over here. Yep. <laughs> I always see them like, oh, I, I have to come back here later. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But uh, that's interesting because, like, in the older versions, I swear I opened up a treasure pod somehow. You could. And I you used to be able to, yeah. Okay, okay, I thought I was making that up. Okay. I don't remember how, and it's not relevant anymore, because this is the current version. I think but, it was just one of the tools, like, when you upgrade your jetpack or something, it was like you could unlock the treasure pod uh, thing in there, mm, or, or, like, if, I don't know. 
That's my anyway. guess. I don't really remember it. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, real quick before we start wrapping up, why? We'll start with you, Jacqueline. Why would somebody play this game? Um, I think if you like, and well, I I've liked a lot of games in this genre where if you like things that are play at your own pace, really peaceful, you have sort of soft goals. And a lot of the game involves just your own creativity and you following what sounds the most interesting and the what's most engaging to you about the game. And it sort of rewards you for you kind of finding your own path. Um, I think it can be, I think therapeutic might be too strong, but just sort of soothing maybe mm-hmm. um, to play games like this. Um, they're very relaxing. You kind there's a little bit of repetitiveness to it, so you can kind of just you're like, oh, I'm just gonna have a nice little nice little evening and play <laughs> some Slime Rancher. Like there's nothing, you know. There there are some challenging elements of it, but it's not very stressful. It's very, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like taking a warm bath. You just you just know it's gonna be a pleasant <laughs> experience, and you get to explore stuff and. You know, just like a you're bath. Not, you're not punished. Just like for, a bath. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, the sound design is very good. Yes. That was, yes. Uh, and not like the music, but like the sound. The music is fine, but the, the part that sticks out to me is the sound effects. Are the like sound really effects satisfying. are... The, splo- the splash. Never mind. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think one person might play this game if they are looking for just another new world with, like, creatures to interact with that you learn about. I mean, each uh, slime has its own, like, bio. Mm -hmm. Tells you uh, things, uh, how it interacts with the world and, like, little quirky things about it. So that's cool, you know. You get to boost your encyclopedia. And, uh, you know, the rare ones you get more money for. So I feel like it's, it's about the exploration and just like Jacqueline said another game that just allows you to just like it's almost like I don't I don't want to compare it to a book but it's almost like just going into a new something in all different directions whatever direction you want to take but you can take it at your own pace so it's like almost like I don't know eating something new I guess you can yeah, I mean that's horrible. That's not good. But uh, you know what I mean. You guys, you guys it's know. Like what I'm talking about. It's like a warm bath. Getting in there and just like, just like looking at stuff and be like, oh, I wonder what that does. Oh, that's cool. Oh, hey, I got this. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just, just simple little like reward vibe mm-hmm. that you get from it. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Feel like you're being productive in a weird way. So right. Yeah. Now, now you have me questioning my warm bath comment. No, it was such <laughs> a good. Comment. No, 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 no. No, it was a good. It, it, it was good. It was good. What I'm trying to say is like games like that, um, and I, a lot of those games are sort of like marketed towards girls, which I, I don't hate. I'm I'm female. Um, they, it's sort of, it, it's kind of like. You're escaping to just like this place where everything is nice and colorful, and yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's just I'm a writer. I should have some fucking words to describe what I'm <laughs> talking about. Um, Nothing right, feels maybe I'll, evil. maybe I'll think of it. Yeah, everything There's feels no... like really, really chill and yeah, not idyllic, but just kind of. 
Something close to that, maybe. Ray? Um, Why would somebody play this game? I think somebody would play this game if... If you wanted assistance facing existential dread and isolation. Mm. <laughs> Too completely. That... <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, I, I, I know like I've been dealing with a lot of stress recently uh, in those two things. And I don't know. This game has been helping me a lot. Just kind of just take a step back and just kind of enjoy life. If you just want to enjoy... Okay. Have it, I'm I was serious about that yeah. comment. So you're you're just able like, to like explore that a little bit, but it it's low stakes and it doesn't feel at like your own pace not like Subnautica and, where it's like you're uh, gonna die. <laughs> yeah, like like I died for the first time today. Well, quote unquote died because I I missed a jump and my mm-hmm. rocket booster ran out and I'm like oh no, uh, but like uh, it, it was fine. But I I was exploring and stuff and it was just. It was just a fun little romp through the stars. And we are really not doing the greatest at describing this game. Uh, For uh, me, uh, that's uh, what uh, that, this game is right now. Where Ray is <laughs> mentally, this is where, what this game is. And I actually... No, it's really mellow. It's really mellow. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay, it's a very... Um, it's a very creative farming simulator. And if you like, I like that. I like that. But the question wasn't what is the game. The question is why would you play this game? I think Ray was doing just fine. Simulators with slimes. (laughs) I mean, that's not a bad way of Uh, saying that either. Like, if you like farming games, you will probably also like this game. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Joe. Um, Yeah, it's it's the exploration. For me, it's the exploration. It's the ability to set your own goals and and meet them because it really the game doesn't really have any expectations of you you take literally everything at your own pace there is not really much of any backwards progress like you don't lose anything um and (laughs) it's what (laughs) i'm sorry i was thinking about us singing uh my favorite things i started laughing (laughs) well and that's my and that is my third and final point is that we one time sang my favorite things on this podcast i'm so sorry jacqueline is it worth your overwatch time very quickly when i i had a sort of I don't even know how to describe it, but I was feeling really ill for a couple weeks, um, about like a week and a, or a year and a half ago, and I played a lot of Stardew Valley, like, you know, 12 hours a day Stardew Valley, like I just, that's all I could manage to do, and now every time I get sick, I'm like, ooh, do I want to play Stardew Valley? Um, because it just like made me feel better, um, and, uh-huh. and this uh, uh, last sort of two weeks-ish, um, I've just been so tired, and we'd been really, like, thinking... We'd been playing Overwatch really seriously and really competitively and um, really intensely, almost. Just in comparison to how we had been playing before, that we were, uh-huh. like, really, you know, thinking about our strategy. And it was really fun, um, but I, like, definitely needed a break from Overwatch after that for a little while. And Slime Rancher was this nice little thing to do while I was, you know, before I was going to get back into Overwatch a little bit again. So it was this nice little break of, Mm -hmm. 
And you can't play yeah. it forever. Like, there is a finite amount of stuff that you can do, and you will get bored eventually. So it's not something that you could play in place of Overwatch, but it's something you could do if you were on a break from Overwatch very easily. Uh, yeah. And I had been playing it. Hmm? I said, that sounds like a no. I, I, no, I would say yes, because I, okay. I literally have been making the choice to play Slime Rancher instead of Overwatch, mm-hmm. because I was like, Overwatch just sounds a little too intense for me right now. Sure. I just want mm-hmm. to play something, but I'm just way too tired to kind of, you know, get in that zone and click some heads, you know. So I would say, I would say yes. I would say, I would say it is worth your Overwatch time, because I think... It's in, if you know, it's a game you can play. I don't know. My, 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 I only played like 10 video games in the last couple of years. Um, but, uh, it's, uh, a nice little escape. And I think that's also one of the utilities and exigencies of Overwatch. So I, I would say yes. Yes. Hard yes from JBZ. Terrence. Ah, well, I'm going to have to go with it is not worth your Overwatch time. I feel like if you are no longer able to control yourself and you are yelling at your team in quick play, you need to play some Slime Rancher. But (laughs) I do not think it's worth your Overwatch time. Okay. Ray? I think it's worth your Overwatch time. Um, It has a lot of similarities to Overwatch. It's a first-person shooter. Uh, The weapons (laughs) are very... like I could see this vacuum being in Overwatch, but anyway. Like you said, she could be a character in Overwatch. Uh, no, I do think, I agree a lot with what Jacqueline said, where, um, I've also been, we, we've all been in that intense Overwatch, like, mindset, and Slime Rancher was just the right game for me to, to come down from that and just, just recalibrate, and I think, I, as much, as fun as Overwatch is every time, I, I do think you need to balance it out with other games, and I do think that this game is worth worth that time sure i also think it's worth your overwatch time and i was so i i didn't feel that way until i had spent a few hours with it actually and then i realized how much there is to it and how deep the hooks get um and i hadn't thought about how it's related to subnautica until terrence mentioned it today and it really is quite similar to it in in structure um and I was very on the fence when we did the Subnautica episode. But this game doesn't make me feel bad or scared. Ever. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's really nice. Um, and it there's a, there's a lot to it. And I think uh, a lot of it is worth exploring. Also, you could like play this game with like your little brother or something. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely, this is a good starter game for, for kids. To get them that is a great time idea. management, resource management, and all, all that, all that jazz. So, yes, all right is the is the definitive Overwitch answer. So, go ranch up some slimes. <laughs> go ranch some also slimes. Also, too, I'll I'll just make one last comment. I could talk. I I can just talk about anything that I know something about. I could just go on forever. So, <laughs> feel free to just edit me out entirely. Um. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when I play games like this, and I have played a lot of games like this, like Harvest Harvest Moon, a lot of those stuff that kind of fall into the, you know, uh, not sandbox, but 
play at your own pace, you know, progress as you like. And I feel like sometimes when people play this play games like that, they have to kind of qualify other things that are going on in the game as to reasons why they like playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, well, the story in Harvest Moon is really fun or you know, I, I like progress, you know, like I think sometimes people feel like they have to kind of explain why they like it. And mm-hmm. I feel like uh-huh. just playing a game just because it's easy and it makes you feel good is completely a good yeah, enough reason to definitely. play it. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's why I play Animal Crossing. Yeah. Another great feature of this game is that there are no toxic people in the chat and there are no perverts <laughs> on the competitive team. Tough. So. <laughs> Uh, the only things that you encounter are just hungry boys. They're just they just they're just sad because they haven't eaten in a while. The so. only toxic things yeah. you run into are the radiation slimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, this has been Slime Rancher, and this is all our podcast is going to be about from now on. This is episode twenty-five, <laughs> so we're making uh, the transition right here. Thank you. Ranching it up oh, with the slime boys. <laughs> We're really going to disappoint a lot of people. Aren't we? Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Jacqueline. Um, if you'd like to hear more from her, you should check out her great podcast called Basic Cable. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about it and where to find it? Yeah, so um, if you just Google Basic Cable Podcast, we are on that first page of Google. I think we're like the third or fourth result. There's also a podcast called The Most Basic Cable. Lame. Um, But that (laughs) podcast is about sports, I think. Um, But yeah, so Basic Cable. We're also on Facebook. I think we might be on Twitter. Um, I've been mostly on the uh, Facebook, but... Um, yeah, so it's me and Jackie, who's also one of our friends, and we talk about TV shows that are sometimes considered basic or, you know, a little lowbrow, and then Jackie and I are both writing majors, so we just apply some hardcore analysis and cultural commentary to these shows that are, on the surface, a little shallow. Um, <laughs> so we kind of, there's there's an element of ridiculousness there, um, so her and I just have a good time talking about stuff. But yeah, our first episode's about Sex in the City, and that's that's pretty fun. It's a very good episode. It's a very good show. Go listen to Go it. Go listen to it. Um, thank you for joining us. This has been Overwitch. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us, you can find us uh, on Twitter at OverwitchCast or send an email to OverwitchPodcast at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm Joe. What are we doing next week? Oh, thank you, Ray. I don't know. We're doing Pinstripe. <laughs> pinstripe. Pinstripe. <laughs> suggested by our loyal listener, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Um, and it's a, it's a game on Steam. Oh, my God. Oh, I forgot to mention like that like where Slime Rancher was and how much it cost and stuff, but it's too late. I'm I'm just it's gonna fine. Don't worry about it. And, People um, have the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a pretty popular game. I think most people have at least heard of it. Yeah. Um Well, yeah. Uh thanks for joining us. We'll see you Sorry. again next week. I'm Joe. I've been your guest, Jackie. 
Oh no, that's not even my name. That's not even my name. Pulled out the Jackie. Can we keep that? No. Like that's no, no, not at all. No. Definitely not going no, in after the no. song. I've never called myself Jackie. Why She'll... did I just do that? I panicked. I panicked, guys. I said it wrong the first time, and now. Oh no. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, no. oh, my man. my uh my real name is Jacqueline. Ten letters, the French spelling. There's a Q. There's a U. There's two E's. Mm-hmm. It's never spelt right by anyone ever. Um, and or pronounced right. Yeah, people are like Jake Quicklin. Jacqueline Nine. It's like I just I don't understand. It's not that hard. <laughs> I'm Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ray, and remember, you're better than us. for joining us uh this has been over it i am joe Jack. oh shit um hi <laughs> yeah. I, 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 oh no can you go again i'm sorry <laughs>